Hello, hello, Power of Women crew. We're back with the Power of Women podcast number four, the final one before the festival, this time with some really brilliant young artists from Thanet. Students from the Art and Music course at Broadstairs College and the Action Community Thanet group from Pie Factory Ramsgate. It was an honour to be invited into their college and youth group Zooms to see how the project's power has been part of were going and I got surprisingly emotional seeing these wonderful young people not just soldiering on through a national lockdown but being creative, getting important heartfelt projects and conversations happening. Music students unable to be in a music studio still engaging and focusing and creating. Art students under bunk beds, drawing, making, growing. I was blown away honestly, this lot are the future. Thank you for talking to me for the podcast. Oh, and before we talk to them, yes, the quiz is still happening. <laughs> Quick one. Billie Jean King, American tennis legend, won 39 Grand Slam titles. King was also the first ever prominent female athlete to come out as gay, something that was unheard of in 1981. She took on Bobby Riggs in a match that would forever be known as the Battle of the Sexes. Riggs was past his prime, but he was convinced that he could beat the best female pro. Was it a boast he lived to regret? Did she A. Lose by one serve, B. Win by two consecutive points after juice, or C. Whoop him decisively three sets to none? Answers at the end. The Power of Women. The Power of Women. The Power of Women podcast. So thank you for having me. Let's just get on it then. I would love to hear um, the, the group's cause that you're championing and, and how you came about finding it. So should we start by introducing ourselves? Is that all right? Should we go to Posey first? Yes. Hi, I'm Posey. Um, I'm 15. How did you uh, find out about the, the group? Um, through friends. They definitely started and then I popped along and I joined and I really enjoyed it. And So yeah, that's how I found out. Nice. Thank you. Good to meet you. Anik, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'm Anik. I'm, I'm 20. That basically makes me a geriatric in this group. <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been around for Pi for like a year or two. Uh, around ACT for a year or two and I've been coming to Pi a lot longer before that. If anyone doesn't know, Pi Factory is, uh, how would you describe it, Anik? You're, you're the pro, you're the geriatric pro. <laughs> uh, I would describe it, it's just a place where young people come together and socialise and, you know. Lovely. And just obviously, a, just a place to be. place to uh, be whilst in lockdown has been via Zoom, right? But yeah. It feels like you're still able to socialise, so that's great. Um, and you've come up with this social action campaign, should we call it? Yeah, that's what it is. Well, yeah, Posey, do you want to describe what it what it is that, that's going on here so people can understand? We, um, we're creating a mostly social media-based like campaign for people to kind of come when they are struggling with their mental health to kind of feel supported in like the community that we have. And hopefully we can like brighten up their day, with their posts and give them ideas for motivation and help them, especially during lockdown. So hopefully our aim is to help teens with their mental health. Awesome. So I assume that comes from it being a thing that you yourselves would like to use as well. So that the ideas are coming from the place of knowing what other teens need. Um, what an important thing to have come up with. So what does it look like and how can people find it? I guess it it looks like it just looks like you know uh, things that will you know aid your mental well-being. So we have like quotes, 
uh, you know, motivational quotes. We have we have a project that's running right now called um, where we're if good to give out care packages, and the nominations are up. Uh, you could nominate the young people who you'd think would would benefit from care packages. So, um, and you could find us on social media at Pie Factory Music on Instagram and Facebook. Excellent. And how can people listening to this support you? Definitely by following our yeah. social media. That way also you can stay updated. Um, I guess also if we do put out any kind of in, anything that you can interact with, which I think we probably will do, and we're thinking about, or we already have, then go interact, do it, share it, and also tell like your friends and family about us because even if you don't, because you don't know how people feel. So even if your friends, you could just be like, hey, come look at Acts. This is what they do. And you can find they might like the support and the community as well. And they might benefit from it themselves. So spread the word. That's lovely. Thank you. That, that will definitely get people checking it out. Um, Anik, why do you think that social action is so important? I think um, young people uh, don't get much of an outlet to do something to make them to feel like they can like change things or you know contribute in a way. And if you like, act as act as a sort of a method to do that, a medium to do, do that. To I don't think I even asked you what act stands for. Um, stands for action community senate so it really is like a community like a group uh, we do all kinds of stuff um, it's not necessarily young people but in the pandemic i thought you know the well-being is like our priority now absolutely yeah and how do you foresee it continuing once we're out of the lockdown will it does it is it still necessary in the world oh yeah definitely and we can you know there's a there's a huge remit for us out there um, you know, we, we, we've worked, we could, there's a whole range of issues we can work with. We've worked, we've already worked with homelessness, we've you know, worked with care homes. And um, what have you each personally got from the projects? Um, I definitely realised how much of a change I could have, because in the grand scheme of things, it's not really a lot of time, like once, like a week, but with that time, if you add it up, I can actually do something that impacts a lot of people and it, it makes a change, which is really nice. So taught me hard work. And it also, I like, cause it's part of a group and a community. I definitely learned like social skills, which was really lovely. And it's just really nice to be able to talk to people and just get their opinion on everything and be heard and talk to other people. And it's really lovely. Oh, it's so nice to hear. Cause it's such a, it's such a mad time, isn't it? So to know that you're still getting those things via a screen is just really, really powerful. And what about you, Anik? Is it a similar process? How, how has the, the group been for you? Yeah, I would mostly agree with Posey, but I'd also like to add that there's so much opportunity for learning in this group that, you know, you know we're working with social media stuff, learning about social media now, and, you know, all the ways we could help, help out there. We could also learn skills and uh, new things that we wouldn't we wouldn't be exposed to in our you know day-to-day -day routine yeah this is awesome thank you so much it's brilliant to talk to you both i just want to ask you one last question if you could think of one woman in your life who's been inspirational and, and a powerful woman to you and maybe shout her out and tell us why she's so special to you 
going to give the answer I'm sure everyone else gives, but my mum, definitely, because she single mother and she's raised me and I think and like my two other sisters and she's a foster carer so she has all these other children she helps so she's just always giving everyone she never gets anything in return so I like to shout out my mum <laughs> I love her and like, everything she does is amazing and I really look up to her because she's so strong that's beautiful thank you a big shout out to Posey's mum what about you Anique um of course, there's my mum, but I think in terms of pie, I, the person, a woman that I admire a lot is uh, Steph Dickinson, the uh, the managing is it the managing director of Pie Factory. She she does so much work, and she's like so thoughtful. Yeah, she really is a super powerful woman, and especially in the Thanet area that we all look up to and admire. So shout out Steph and shout out Posey's mum. Thank you both. It's so awesome to talk to you, and it's great to have you part of Pal Thanet Festival this year. And I look forward to the wonderful things that ACT is going to do in 2021 and beyond. We'll continue with this interview just after I think of today's sponsor. Hang on, there isn't one. Pow Thanet is a charity that does incredible work across the community, culminating in this fantastic festival every year for International Women's Day. And we're really excited to start doing projects all across the year. So if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, get in touch. Also, you as a listener can support us by rating this podcast, five stars please, and give it a nice review. This all really helps. Thank you for your support. The Power of Women. Power of Women. The Power of Women. Power of Women podcast. I'm very excited to be talking to some Broadstairs College students. And you guys do the creative music course, right? Yes, we do, yeah. Awesome. Should we go down the line and get you to introduce yourselves? Sure. Okay, uh, my name is Viola. Hi, I'm Josie. Uh, hi, I'm Rosie. So what has been interesting about this project with Cynthia then? Can you tell us a bit about it? We started in October, mainly focused on uh, Black History Month. I'm really proud to be able to highlight the work that you guys have done. And do you feel like it will, having had this experience, it may influence the sort of music that you guys go on to make? Yeah. Yes, personally I do. Yeah, can you tell me more about that? Within the whole of music, we need to become a lot more diverse. I've learned a hell of a lot doing this project, especially about like black history and black lives. And um, yeah, I found it really interesting. And it's definitely sculpted how I now write things um, for, for the better and for the good. So yeah, it's definitely um, had a big impact on me. Awesome. And do you, have you written lyrics? Like what is it that you, what kind of music so, you produce from this? Um, so I'm actually in like a, a metal band. Um, so yeah, I'm the vocalist, and so I yes, sister. <laughs> so yes, and um, yeah, and so I think sort of we were going for more of like the punky sort of uh, lyrics for the start for our first yeah. couple of songs. And uh, over lockdown, um, we've seemed to be really blossoming our stuff, and so it sort of helped me with my lyrics to become a lot more. Um, say emotional and sort of connect more with myself and try to connect with other people's feelings yeah like a universal message that they can relate to yeah that's awesome could is there like a little bit of a lyric you could read to us I actually wrote like a poem for this so I've got one I'm the architect I build my foundations for you to take them away that's Um, really good I kind of just write little snippets and then when we come together as a band I'll form them into full lyrics 
beautiful that's a great way to work thank you so much for sharing that with us and yeah one day maybe we'll hear those lyrics on the radio in a famous song yes hopefully does anyone else want to talk about their personal music journey having gone through this experience with Cynthia I mean I've already been quite involved within like the Black Lives Matter movement uh I've always wanted to strive for equality for everyone so I've been writing not only like uh, songs but like poetry novels scripts anything creative I'll just include those themes into it fantastic I'm so, it's so I'm so happy to hear that and I'm also very inspired that you're writing novels you're definitely using your lockdown much more productively than me yeah I've been writing novels since I was in year nine wow and yeah you're, the show that you produced is so beautiful so I think everyone should listen to it because I think we can all learn from the journey that you've been on um you know, learning about black history. We, we've got a few talks as part of POW. We've got one with the girls that set up an Instagram called Everyday Racism. And it's a, it's a constant learning journey. And I think it's just so, so important that everybody listens to your show and is part of this conversation. So what is next for you for in your musical career and journey that we can look forward to and get excited about with you? So um, I'm actually going to university to study music business, hopefully. Yeah, nice. Um, but I've got a band aside from that, as I was saying about, um, and that's where I focus most of my like performance and my writing and like my creative side. Um, we're looking to release an EP. We're just struggling on recording at the moment. Hopefully after COVID, um, we just want to get out gigging as much as possible. Yeah. So anything, um, you know, sort of radio, podcasts, sort of just anything we can get our hands on really. Yeah. Um, does anyone else want to tell us about what's coming up for them in their musical career and journey? I'm hoping to take on stuff like musical theatre. The course which I'm doing, it's educating me on like um, how to how to project my voice, how to play other instruments which I never thought I'd know how to. Taught me a lot about my confidence and who I am. Yeah, and that that is such a key part of the journey, isn't it? With education because it's kind of like you're learning a thing that hopefully will transfer into your life but also you're finding yourself and that's such a beautiful time so it's, it's really lovely to hear how how inspired you all feel particularly at this crazy time in the world so I think you lot are absolute heroes and your teachers well give it to Alex yeah, yeah shout out Alex <laughs> <laughs> And just to finish, everyone I've been talking to for this podcast, I've been asking about an inspirational woman that might have impacted your life. Um, I would say my mum inspires me just because, like, she's been singing her whole life. Like, she did music as well. When I was little, I used to listen to Taylor Swift a lot, and she kind of inspired me as well. She's amazing, isn't she? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jodie. Anyone else? Probably Avril Lavigne and uh, Taylor Monson from The Pretty Reckless. Yes, both are probably my two big inspirations. I just think they're really strong, bold women, and I like that. So, and are there moments in life where you think, "Oh, I'm going to channel them right now. I'm going to be Avril today." Yeah. Oh, as soon as I get up on stage, I sort of try to put myself in what would they do. Yeah. I try and think about that. So yeah. Yeah, I've got quite a lot, but uh, I'm going only going to name two. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Daisy Ridley, uh, actress better known as uh, Ray in the Star Wars films, and uh, Lucy Spragan, a uh, musician. I, I mean, like around a couple of months ago, when I was feeling really down and depressed, uh, my sister sent me over a, a playlist, and one of her songs was in it. And since then, I've just been listening to her music nonstop. Whereas with uh, Daisy, I've been admiring her for like, over four years. Uh, without her, I wouldn't even know where I would be. She's inspired me to embrace who I am. Yeah. As, um, to show that I can do anything despite who I am. It's an incredible thing that some that they may not even know that they've done that for you. I maybe, know. maybe one day you will get the chance to tell them that. And the fact that you could be that for somebody else one day as well, because you were inspired by others. It's like we're kind of standing on the shoulders of other strong women. Um, I'm really, really, I felt quite emotional you saying that because I feel the same. Like I think really wonderful musicians and any creative person that can inspire you to do the practice that you are doing and that you want to continue doing is just it's such a it's such a sort of unknown gift that you're giving someone so it's like it's the stuff that doesn't get talked about um and particularly at this time where you know the arts aren't being seen as such an important thing and we know in our hearts and our whole beings that they are yeah. so to hear that you guys are in this journey is just really inspiring and beautiful so thank you so much for sharing with me it's great to meet you all and yeah everyone listening needs to tune in to these guys show on margate radio so thank you and good luck with the rest of your course. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Power of Women. The Power of Women. The Power of Women podcast. I'm really excited to be talking to Art and Design Level 2 crew from Broadstairs College. And we've got Jester, Luke and Becca. Hi, I'm Jester. <laughs> I guess the most interesting part is mostly just learning how to make a comic for the first time about something that's more like specific, I guess. Um, and what about Luke? Can you tell us how the process has been doing this workshop? I mean, I made the animation as a challenge for myself. It's about it's about two women, one being a trans woman named Nestle. And I want to talk about how it's kind of unfair. They, they keep getting attacked and verbally abused. Well, that's such an important topic to be making work around. Um, and it, is that something that came out of the workshop with Cynthia that you felt inspired to make? Well, I'm a trans man. I don't understand trans women completely, but I know trans women go through a lot harder abuse, mostly, than trans men do. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't. it's not a comparison, is it? It's just a, it's a long ride either way. And I have so much respect and love for you. So thank you so much for sharing that with me and for sharing your pictures. And that's quite an exciting thought, isn't it? That the stuff you're working on now could potentially inspire future young trans people to go on their journey. So it's an incredible process. And thank you again for sharing that with me. Is there anything that anyone else would like to share on, on the project with Cynthia and, and your own personal artistic journeys? Yeah, should we start with the video, Becca? Yeah, I did a video about females products like being for free. We was talking about women's rights at the time, and I think it, we should have the right to have it for free. So how did you take that your passion for that topic and make it into a video piece? I used TikTok for like backgrounds. Yes. And then... It was a one-woman show. 
and I use different backgrounds from a supermarket. Well, on the sanitary aisle, were you looking at all the products? Yeah. I see. That's really impressive. Cool. It points out a good message. Totally, yeah. And there's the whole free periods movement. Um, that's a hashtag that I'm sure would pick up on that and probably reshare it and stuff. That's the beautiful thing, isn't it, about when you're sort of doing social action stuff on social media that people can can see and be inspired and, and agree with and reshare stuff. Could you tell us about the poster? Yeah, I, I, I did a poster for Black History. Yeah. And I put, it was three people. Yeah. One's mixed race. One's white and one was black, like all staring at the, the mirror, saying, you are beautiful inside and out. That's lovely, Becca. That sounds incredible. And did you draw all the pictures or was it a collage? What, what sort of format did it take? I, I drawed the mirror first. Yeah. And then I drew people standing like... In front of the mirror. Yeah, that's beautiful with the mirror, isn't it? Because you can see the back of their heads and the front of their heads if they're, if they're kind of in perspective. So that's a real, that sounds like a real artistic challenge that I know I would definitely struggle with. It would take a real artist like you to do that, Becca. That sounds awesome. So could I ask you where you see the influence of this experience of doing this, this project with Cynthia around Black History Month, how it might have affected your personal artistic journey? With, like... Uh, apps like Instagram and TikTok you can find a lot more people being vocal about political stuff there's a lot of pages on Instagram talking about women's issues and black issues and lots of, lots of wide um, subjects and I think thanks to the little workshop thing because I normally do quite not like gore art taking a step back and looking at more like political art would be good mm -hmm. I've recently stepped more into the punk movement so that comes also with more um political stuff behind it because that it's punk is quite ingrained in um uh politics and just the rights of people more than anything yeah so I think that um also influences my art as well and Jessa can you tell us about the work that you made it was a six panel comic digitally Nice. And it was more of trying to use visuals to um, uh, convey the more emotional, um, the emotions of uh, some trans and non-binary people when they feel um, uh, like microaggressions and how yeah. um, having having someone that also not agrees with you, but also stands behind you can really build you up as a person. And it includes... One of my characters I drew, which was slightly behind myself and slightly just someone I thought was cool. Maybe that would be a nice process to draw them to celebrate International Women's Day. They've been really important women in your life. I would say two people. Yeah. I would say my PA. Yeah. And my fiance's mum. Yeah. Um, that's awesome that they've had that impact on you. Thank you for sharing that. And Luke, is there, is there a special woman in your life that you would want to celebrate on International Women's Day and tell the world that they're awesome? I'm boring. My mother. That is not boring, my friend. That is wonderful. I mean, she's raised five children. Wow. Well, yeah, pick up all the mums. They're working hard through this lockdown.
Um, but it's a real honour to speak to you. Is there anything that you would feel that you would want to share before we kind of close up the conversation about the journey that you've been on or the artwork that you make? I'd probably like to do more work involved with POW at some point, hopefully, very hopefully. That would be awesome. And we've started a POW Youth Arm to Festival. So that's got its own Instagram now, which is POW Youth Planet. So um, we've got a bunch of young people running that. So I'd, I'd love you to stay in touch and be a part of that. If you're <laughs> people listening will be able to see your work as part of the POW Youth Art Trail. And yeah, on the POW YouTube. And I'm sure it will get shared on all our socials as well. So yeah, look out for these guys. They're the future. Thanks again for having me visit and talking to me today. I'm really, really grateful. Thank you to the young people of Thanet for warming all of our cold lockdown hearts with your hope, positivity, creativity and inspiration. If you lot are the future, we're all going to be okay. I'm so excited for the festival now. And yes, get out and see their artwork as part of the POW Youth Art Trail. More at powthanet.com. And if you're listening to this after the festival, we'll be sharing all of the work on our website, powthanet.com. And if you missed this weekend's digital festival, it will all be uploaded to the Palthanet YouTube, where you can catch up with the incredible programme anytime to suit you. And now the all important answer to the quiz. Billie Jean King, American tennis legend, took on Bobby Riggs in a match that would forever be known as the Battle of the Sexes. Did she A, lose by one serve, B, win by two consecutive points after juice, or C, whoop him decisively three sets to none? Oh, of course, she was a complete badass and whooped him decisively three sets to none. Happy nearly International Women's Day. Thanks for listening and see you next time.